0: action fanatics welcome to another edition of the bulletproof podcast i'm your host chris the brain joining me as always my co-host chad cruz chad we are in the middle of actionversary month
1: we are indeed it's uh it's a month that only comes once a year, or as I like to say once a millennia.
0: OK, you can say that. And like most months only come once a year. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. You know, Action Versary is a special once a millennia. Thank you. We heard you the first time and you're all about to hear somebody because he's back in the guest chair. The real Todd Gaines back with us. RTG, welcome back.
2: Hey, Chris, Chad. Great to be back.
0: And uh, let's talk a little bit about Bulletproof Action, because like I said, we're in the middle of Actionversary. We've already we've had some Jackie Chan action. We've had uh, Cynthia Rothrock, Lauren Avedon, uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, we've also had a brand new uh, Donnie Yen movie. I know, RTG, you are a huge fan
2: of Raging Fire. Oh, hell yeah, man. Raging Fire. Benny Chan's uh, swan song, R.I.P. Benny Chan. And I said "Raging Fire is the action movie of the year. And it looks like a lot of other people are, are agreeing with me this time. So if That's you have a chance, I know, right? If you have a chance, see it. I know it's coming to High yawn channel pretty soon. I don't know the exact date, but right now it's playing in your theaters. And it's coming to High ya soon. So uh, if you like that, um, what's that um, genre? That I called it. Uh, help me out. Like, I don't... Yeah. Um, like the Righteous Cops.
0: Yeah. Righteous yeah. Cops.
2: Yeah, the Righteous Cops. Well, Donnie and... Diffie, a righteous heroic, cop there. Heroic Bloodshed. I had a brain spasm there. Heroic Bloodshed movies like The Killer. Right. Or, or John tomorrow. Wu style. Yeah. Yeah. John, John Wu stuff. Better Tomorrow. I mean, it's it's the best you can do now just because Chinese censors are pretty uh harsh so you have to sneak stuff in but it's definitely man it's it's peak donnie um Nick, nicholas Tays. he's the the baddie he's great too man i mean it's it's got one of the best action scenes of the year i'm really excited for y'all to see it
0: all right and that is again is raging fire uh with donnie Yen. And, and yeah i'm sure as it becomes available uh, on various platforms we will certainly. Mention that on our social media. And of course you can follow us at bulletproof pod on Twitter and at bulletproof action on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, some other things coming up here in the month. Uh, Chad, I know we're going to have a little gauntlet action with Clint Eastwood.
1: Okay. That's, that's a fun one.
0: That, that one's coming up. We're going to do a little uh, Gary Daniels PM entertainment scene of the week. I'm looking forward to, to rewatching that and uh, a tribute to only the strong. I have a, uh, coming up later in this month so what still. a
1: fantastic film uh, a, a bpa favorite there and mark DeCascos. we love the guy
0: we also love mark DeCascos. so who did i he, say i don't know what you said uh, you you, no. you you do some certain things with his name that i can't even figure out to,
1: marcus damascos
0: okay thank you very
2: much wait, wait a minute i'm the one that mispronounces
1: name
0: yeah you're 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 stealing rtg's gimmick
1: still gimmick that's all
0: right
2: and just a couple days, too, after this airs, it'll mark two years since I wrote my first review on Bulletproof Action. There you go. That's nice. right. Nice.
0: That's right. RTG joined us at a year five anniversary, and uh, he's still still alive to talk about it. So that's always yeah. good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm still here. Wow. And I know what? we
0: also have a sweet girl. Is that the, the, the Jason Momoa movie coming yeah. up?
2: Yeah. Jason the- Momoa from Netflix. Yes, sir.
0: And The Protégé,
2: as well, uh, is coming out. so. Uh, Ooh, yeah, we're going to get that out for you before it hits the theaters. So.
0: That's that's the plan, anyway. Things do happen, but that is definitely the plan. And the plan for this episode is... You know, you just mentioned it, uh, RTG, two years ago. You wrote your first post. Well, my first post, back on August 29th, of 2014, was a review of Eye of the Tiger... Oh wow! And that happens to be the movie that we're talking about here this time around. And of course, we had to get RTG in because the I'm star the expert of the show, of <laughs> it, it's Gary Busey.
2: Hey, So, Brian, what made you write this as your first review?
0: You know, that's a, a good question. Uh, it was just in the months leading up to uh, the launch of Bulletproof, actually maybe within a year or so. It, it was like a new movie to me. I somehow missed it in the eighties and it recently discovered it. And when Chad approached me about, you know, being a part of the site and starting this site, I'm like, you know what? I bet there's other people out there who may have missed this or just forgot about this movie or like Chad, he saw it when he was 12 and probably never thought of it since.
1: No, it was one of those
0: things that, you know, and that was always one of the things we wanted to do was bring up some, you know, lesser known movies or movies that didn't get as much love and put them front and center on the website and uh so yeah that was kind of my uh inspiration there to to let the masses know about eye of the tiger and that's about what we're going to do uh as we get in because eye of the tiger was released november 28th 1986 and we start off right away uh buck matthews who's was gary Busey, and uh his cellmate or fellow prisoner at the time they're about to be released and uh, his name is Jamie, but he's really just a cosplay Scarface RTG.
2: Yeah, this is like one of the most um, homoerotic scenes to start a movie that I've seen because they had those shots of them like zipping their pants and right. the director's like, just, just like zooming in. Right. But uh, but here's the thing. You know, we got a cosplay uh, Tony Montana, uh, cocaine, Gary Busey. I mean, it, it, it's starting to make sense <laughs> right from the start. But yeah,
0: to me, this is like before Gary Busey became Gary Busey. Like oh, he oh, had
2: he not, he not fully transformed yet. De- but you know what? This was the start of his transformation because well, this
1: there's... was pre motorcycle accident, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah,
2: pre yeah. pre motorcycle accident, pre lethal weapon, uh, pre Predator Two, all that good stuff. But yeah, um, old old Jamie. I mean, my God, I mean, I mean, he is. And even, even, he even has a scar on his face. Right. On his you know? face, right. I just, mean, he's, he's committed. I mean, and he's got what he's wearing white, right? He, I mean, he's got he's, the white suit. he he he's talks got kind of like Scarface. He's and, from and Miami. You just, and you really just don't know, like, what's going to happen at the beginning. Like, is this guy, is he Buck's friend, foe? You know, I was like, you know, because they look so different and their possessions, you know, one's rich, one's not, you know, so. <laughs> But I guess we'll find out, right?
0: Right. So that's the opening credits, and then the song kicks in. "Eye of the Tiger" by Survivor and Chad. I mean, if your your movie's called "Eye of the Tiger," this is the only song you can use.
1: Right, and and I'm surprised they didn't use it more in the film. I think I know it plays at least twice. Three uh, times. Th- three oh. times. Three times. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't play it like at every like <laughs> scene break. <laughs> dun, 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 like in the background as he was just like driving down the road. But uh, yeah, I mean, the song, it's a it's a classic song, especially in the action community uh, for being connected to the Rocky franchise. And I'm not going to lie, it felt kind of weird watching it in this in this movie.
0: Yeah, it, uh, you know, definitely an iconic song. Um, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. So Jamie, we do find out quickly that he is a friend of Buck's. Because Buck actually saved his life in in prison, so Jamie, of course, like you said, RTG, they're they're from two different worlds. He's got a guy, a chauffeur, waiting for him. Where Buck's like, he's just gonna walk home.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like how how far of a ride <laughs> how far of a walk did Buck have? Yeah. I mean, I mean, his his wife and kid and friend or whatever in town. Like, didn't they know he was getting out of jail? Right. You know, it was, it was like, he, he, well,
0: you know, Buck. <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to impose on them.
1: I don't know. That's... That's yeah. something I would have done when I was younger is, uh, I, you know, something would happen and I would just walk home and like, how'd you get back? I'm like, I walked like that's nine miles. I'm like, eh, it's fine.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to bother you. When, 3 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, and while they're you're driving back to, uh, Buck's beautiful little town that he's from, uh, you know, Jamie's pitching like, Hey, come on over to Miami. I got legit businesses you could run, you know, you don't have to worry about anything, but, Buck again politely declines. Um, Buck then goes into a little gift shop, and when he goes into the gift shop, we see our first tease of some uh, motorcycle gang or motorcycle club, if you will. Um, Well, actually, I think, no, he goes to see the sheriff. Yeah, not not the the sheriff
2: first. first. It's the second tease with the motorcycle club. That is correct.
0: Uh, So so he goes to see the sheriff, and the sheriff played by Seymour Castle. And, Chad, we get it uh, real clear early on that uh, the sheriff doesn't want Buck back in town.
1: No, he doesn't, you know, and and it seems pretty clear. Well, Buck Matthews, right? That's already an awesome name. It's like (laughs) a, it's like a seventies baseball player name. Right. Uh, But he, uh, I, I don't remember exactly what he did to go to prison. I remember it had to do with like a fight in a bar or something. It
0: was a bar fight. Manslaughter. Right. It's the
1: Nick Cage con air, but it's pretty clear that he shouldn't have gone to prison for it and that uh, you know the law enforcement of the town, uh, including sheriff, uh, whatever his name was, had it out for him yep. and basically you know used him as a scapegoat or or put him away for a purpose. And for him to be his parole officer, I mean, it, it's it's clear right away, like you said, that he has nothing but ill intentions towards Buck, and like he's going to nail his ass to the wall the first opportunity he gets.
0: Yeah, it's a, a definite definite conflict of interest for the sheriff there. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I think cool later shirt though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's definitely uh, his own. He's got his own style there in this small town. And I would assume California. Um, the other I think we kind of find out just, you know, Buck was basically a war hero. So the people kind of rallied behind him. And, yeah, you can kind of feel like maybe the sheriff was just like, you know, this guy's kind of upstaging me. And it was just a perfect reason to just kind of get him, put him on the back burner for a while.
2: He, he was going to run for sheriff. Well there and, you go. Yeah. And, and then sense. and the sheriff set him up. I mean that's yep.
0: good get, get him out of there. But uh some there is a happy reunion. Obviously, uh Buck and the sheriff aren't pleased to see each other, but Buck and good old JB Devereaux, played by the late great Yafet Kodo, uh reunite there. Um and but uh JB Chad, he's like, Why the hell did you come back here? Like, why would you want to come back <laughs> to this place?
1: Yeah, he's absolutely right, too. Um and I get, you know, he Buck is his, he feels like he has served his time and he doesn't really have like this, uh, uh, like bad feeling towards the sheriff and towards these other guys, at least he's like, not outwardly expressing it. I would be pissed. Right. right. Um, he just wants to get back on with his life. He goes home to his wife and his kid and goes back to his job and it's sort of, but like it, he's not going to be able to pick up the pieces right where he left off just because of what happened to him. But his friend JB is like, I'm retiring soon. Why are you here? Right. Um, yeah. like, I'm, please I'm give tr- me an answer.
0: Right. I'm trying to get out of here. Why are you trying to get back? It, yeah, it's definitely. So yeah, then we goes to the gift shop to get his daughter something. And that's where we see motorcycle gang tease number two. And yeah, RTG. you kind of get the feeling that this may not be the town that old buck left when he uh, went away.
2: Yeah, if you look at all the townsfolks that you get a good like look, they're all scared shitless of this gang, and while Buck's in the uh, dime store getting a dime gift for his kid and his <laughs> beautiful music yeah. ballerina thing. I mean, you see these uh, this motorcycle gang, you know, they're dressed like a like a badass gang with the, like the black helmets and whatever. You're like you can't like tell what they look like because we're gonna hire all stunt people so we don't have to have extra actors right
0: right right so. and i will say this for that little gift shop or or, or the five and dime they wrap that thing up pretty quickly i mean it's, <laughs> yeah, you're, they did. you're in and out he picked it and it was like it was like a minute he, he picked it out they had it gift wrapped it was beautiful so right before though he uh jb is going to take him home but jamie has his driver give buck a message and it's basically an iou for buck to cash in And it's, you know, anytime, anywhere, anything. And obviously, you got to believe this is going to come into play uh, later in the movie. So JB then takes Buck home, and he's reunited with his wife, Christy, his daughter, Jennifer. He gives her that wonderful ballerina, which is an awful gift. And, um...
2: (laughs) Hey baby, I've been out. I've been out. Been locked up for a couple years. Like, what can you
0: do? Like, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like hours of fun. It's not like a GI Joe Chad where you can have hours of fun with
1: it. Right, right. Um, But I I think the ballerina, uh, you know, she goes into a room. She turns it on. It plays the music, and then he and Christy are free to make a little noise. <laughs>
0: ah! And the yeah.
1: next room, the room next door.
0: It'll tear your motives. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and speaking of Christy, she's another one. I mean, she's she's person number two. It's like, let's get the hell out of this There's nothing yeah. happening town. But oh, to Buckchett, he's a stubborn man.
1: He is a mule man. He he. I don't know what's going through his mind. Maybe he just like didn't have it hard enough in prison because <laughs> yeah he's returning back to to the town that has kind of like abandoned him in more than one way and uh yeah he's going back to a shit job or it wasn't the same job he has to like start yeah. back at the bottom right he was so, the
0: foreman before he went yeah. to jail now he's like 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 the night watchman or something I must Yeah it's not good
1: it's a poor he's going the wrong direction in the company Um, And his wife and his best friend can both see the the writings on the wall. You need to get out of this town. And he is just not ready to do it.
0: And here, RTG, uh, Buck goes back to work. And we meet Jimmy, his friend. And I'm going to tell you what. We should all be lucky enough to have a Jimmy in our life. Because this guy is super supportive (laughs) and instantly shits on the company. I love that. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing, Buck. Good luck,
2: Buck. Buck, yeah. good luck. I mean, Buck. he's all about it. He's like, Buck, Buck, you're going to be forming real soon, Buck. So glad to have you back, boss. <laughs> and Buck's like, hey, Jimmy. And he's like, pretty much like, yeah, fuck this company. They suck. But, uh yeah, we all need a Jimmy in our life. Like, Chad, will you be my Jimmy? I mean.
1: uh I don't know. The idea of me being your Jimmy. To me, yeah. a Jimmy is something, you you know, you. Put on your
0: right. Thing. I heard Belle Bev devo sing about that one
1: time. <laughs> you know the now one now you know. Yo, so slick.
0: Hello. All right. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so we got uh we got Buck back to work and he's doing his night watchman thing. We're, we're just hanging out drinking coffee basically. I mean he's doing nothing. Yeah. Uh but he hears a he hears a commotion that late that night and a motorcycle the motorcyclist they have targeted poor nurse reynolds who is just on her way home after a long shift and uh buck hears this disturbance hears her scream and you know i guess he just he he has like excellent hearing he knows exactly where she's at yeah. And oh, yeah. gets Vietnam in his pickup days. and he just races over gets there just in the nick of time because she's about to be raped by one of the uh higher ups in the gang
1: yeah. ray
0: He's a real scuzzball, Chad Cruz.
1: Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. And <laughs> like you said, Buck's just kind of hanging out, uh, you know, earning that paycheck by doing nothing. And poor Nurse Reynolds, she had a hard enough—you know, twelve-hour shift in his awful Crocs they wear—and uh, she is two or three inches away from being ass raped by Ray. And I don't—I don't know how Buck knew it, but that dude can drive a truck. And this truck ain't exactly, you know, a Formula One race car, but he uses that thing like a weapon, and gets there right, as you said, in the nick of time. And uh, I don't know if Nurse Reynolds is as thankful as she should have been, because she was pretty yeah, darn close. The, to-
0: her life was about to be ruined forever.
1: Yeah. And what's with this motorcycle gang? Right? Are they? They've got a pretty good, uh, you know, a pretty good deal going here. They're like kind of sneaking around this town. Everybody knows who they are. They've got the share. Well, they've got someone in their back pocket, and now they're (laughs) spoilers. Now they're just running around trying to rape people.
0: Right? Yeah, they're they're crossing a line for sure. Come on, Uh, man. And then we we are introduced to the main man. He kind of comes in there and and does like biker Morse code with the revving of the engine. Uh, Blade, played by again the late great William Smith, who we've talked about on this program before. Uh, he shows up and that kind of like, all right, let's, uh let's 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 cool it, guys. There's too much uh, attention here right now. And we find out that Ray is actually his baby brother. So maybe yeah. that's why Ray thinks he can get away with shit, because his brother ain't going to say nothing
1: to him. Right. And it's funny with, you know, William Smith has got such a great voice on screen. Yes. Uh, but in this case, he doesn't have to say anything. He just has to kind of look intimidating. And like you said, rev his engine a couple, couple times.
0: Yep. So now RTG, our, our sheriff, he's not happy with Vigilante Buck at all.
2: Yeah, he's ready to um, arrest Buck. He's all pissed. You know, he's like, you're back in town for one minute and you're already getting in trouble. He's a, yeah. it's, they definitely have a rivalry. It's,
0: it's oil and water with those two. Uh, but the local news loves Buck Matthews. This is probably the biggest story they've it, had in uh, Podunkville in it, forever. Uh, yeah
1: since the last time he was there probably
0: <laughs> Yeah since he, since his trial that they which come.
1: is probably a major part of the reason the sheriff hates him is you know buck returns to town instantly the hero again and now the sheriff looks like Doggy dude, well, oh, yeah, he's again. the
0: hero. Why didn't the cops save him? Why didn't the sheriff, right. Save him?
1: right? Why didn't the previous night watchman ever do this? <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, who was the... Yeah, did Jimmy Jimmy's...
0: get uh, did Jimmy get promoted to the day shift but after <laughs> Buck came back? I don't yeah, know, yeah,
2: Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's hearing just wasn't as good. And what that could about, be, and what about the guys, you know, giving Buck a, a course as he's coming <laughs> into his house? And you got like shirtless people, like, like shirtless guys, yeah. like just out there cheering for Buck, and then the little news lady does her story. And then, then you had the people like photo bombing. The, yeah. Or, or, I did. I bombing. did like
0: that. Cause that was very authentic where, where yeah. you had the people hamming it up for the camera in the background. Yeah. That is yeah. exactly what you would see on an actual news report with a bunch of jackasses behind you. <laughs> All right. So, you know, Buck again, yeah, he's the hero. He's getting beers thrown at him. TV coverage. And now, Christy and him are having a conversation uh She gives them a little backstory about these motorcycle guys who've who've shown up and everybody knows they're drug runners and blah 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 um and all of this leads up to some off screen mommy daddy time that you kind of alluded to earlier, Chad Cruz,
1: yeah, a little hanky panky you know, making up for lost time uh daddy's been away, you know fighting off the boys and now you've uh Christy there wanting.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, it must've been hot, dirty sex. Cause she goes to take a shower and then uh, yep. old, old JB shows up and he's now like, all right, man, I, just, you know, this gang now knows who you are. You're on their radar and there's going to be a shit storm and I don't like it. Um, So, but that warning kind of, that one may have sunk in a bit, RTG, because then Buck, oh, he starts getting ready.
2: Dude. Okay, so what does a convicted felon do when uh he goes to the shed and gets his gun and starts to clean it? <laughs> you know, out on parole. What do you do? Hey man, let's let's clean the shotgun and let's just keep cleaning it because you know I think he started thinking about Vietnam and and he, he was ready to fight. And like Christie's like pleading with him and then like he finally agrees that hey, you know, you know what, maybe we should <laughs> yeah. get out of town, you know. Right. Like, warning number one. Warning number two, you know, JB, your best friend. Hey, man, uh, these guys are going to find you. They're going to kill you. It doesn't matter where. So Buck, you know, maybe it's those glorious Buck teeth of his. (laughs) Buck (laughs) Tooth Matthews. Buck Buck Tooth Matthews. He finally, this is a stubborn guy. Buck Matthews is one of the most stubborn action heroes of. uh, Yeah. Yeah. He finally says, okay, okay, let's let's go.
0: (laughs) Right? I mean, yeah, if this happened probably, what, an hour earlier? Yeah. Our movie would be over.
2: Yep. Right. We, we would hear I of the Tiger just playing one more <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be playing as they were driving away. and Just, say, hey, let's what's on the radio?
2: I love this song.
0: Yeah. Um, so that doesn't happen. Uh, so no. it, it, it does not happen that way. <laughs> it um, never does. <laughs> and the trouble that uh, Buck was sensing does in fact happen. And, uh, and this actually is the first scene I ever saw this movie. I remember just flipping through the, the channels one night and it's hard not to stop when you see motorcycles jumping through the windows of a house and just driving <laughs> around. And I'm like, what in the hell is this movie? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to track this thing down and, and start it from the beginning because I need to know how we got to this point And then what the hell happens after. But I mean, this is a scene, Chad Cruz, uh, just, just chaos.
1: Right. And you know actually my favorite scene is one we just kind of went over was uh where he starts talking about when he was in Vietnam he would get these feelings before something bad would happen and then when he was in prison he he would get the same feelings and his wife says are you getting that feeling now and he said yeah I am. And I think that that was a big reason why he decided, you know, against his uh you know previous desires to stay there to finally get up and go. But as we said, uh 60 seconds later uh, Forty dudes on dirt bikes, <laughs> her motorcycles smashed through the window, and now now I'm, I'm unclear on this. Okay, uh, uh, yeah,
0: I know where you're going, but go with it.
1: I'm unclear on this. Uh, your notes say one thing. Uh, yeah. How exactly did Christy meet her? Device? I don't know.
0: That's why I just put. Did, did she was she just scared to death? Like, did she just have a
2: cardiac arrest? She just cardiac
1: like, arrest. That could be
2: cardiac arrest i think she was just scared to death
0: yeah that that's my only thought you know i never even until i had to like put that in writing i was like (laughs) yeah how does she die because i'm like i I think i was expecting like i don't know her to get shot or stabbed or run over or something but it 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 was kind of
2: like a terrible scene if you think about it just okay like she dies but why didn't they kill buck
1: you know that's that's just yeah they they want him to suffer you know
0: yeah or, yeah, but you would have thought maybe they would have t- killed Buck and just taken her and, you know, made her one of the, you no know, never mind. So uh, <laughs> the daughter, of course, witnesses all of this, and she's basically like in catatonic at this point. right? Um, so right. obviously uh, the daughter and uh, Buck are in the hospital after all of this. And Buck is at the chapel, and we meet Father Healy, played by Bert Remsen. And I, this is one of my favorite scenes, because he's like, oh, we're praying for the soul of your wife, aren't we? No, Father. I'm praying for vengeance and I'm yeah, somewhere. Just, Charles Bronson was smiling when, when yeah, that he, was said.
1: He winked at him. I think Yeah, um, that, that's a great line. And scenes like this, you know, you see these, these scenes a lot in movies like this, where the guy had just gone through some shit and there's always like the preacher that comes around or the the pastor or what have you. And you know, there's a slight possibility that the person could just kind of forgive and forget. And it obviously never going to happen in a movie like this. So instead of praying for their souls or praying for whatever he prays to, for the strength to bring justice to them.
0: Yeah. And then uh, buck uses one 800 collect, uh, to call his boy, Jamie. <laughs> I was just Jerk. thinking that. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and you go say that. <laughs> so he calls Jamie. He's like, okay, man, I need that anytime, anywhere, any place thing right now doesn't really give him much I'm hurting 48 I'm hurting.
1: hours after prison
0: <laughs> I'm hurting I'm hurting I'm really hurting. okay so uh he's really hurting he's causing his favor um Jennifer's still going to... she's going to be in the hospital for a while obviously she,
2: she's, she's she's just just sit there in shock she's like, just
0: staring at the ceiling uh, and a, you know what part of me wanted to say uh wow like great job uh, girl well, what a, what an yeah. acting job but at the same time <laughs> For a kid to sit still that long, right. I mean, that's that is true. probably an accomplishment. Yes. So. But right.
2: I mean, but the sad thing is, is that just a couple years later, she'd be murdered by our own dad, like in real life. Oh, just, God. Why would you say that?
0: This is dark. I never. Oh, you oh, never knew God. that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. She I was like murdered. She was like murdered at age 10. Like it was like oh, the dad God. killed her and killed the mom. I mean,
1: yeah. He might have killed himself, too. But, well, um, I yeah. think she did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. Movie. She's and I mean, have nothing bad to say about it. I
2: know. Right. Before you guys like make fun of the catonic look that she has, like the whole, the whole movie or catatonic even. Yeah. But yeah, man, she gets, a. Uh... I think she was like a voice of like Land Before Time or one of those movies like that. She wanted to do voice work for her whole life, like she dreamed of you know, like growing up doing voice work. But uh, okay. Tragically, she was cut down. God, let's stop. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry to be the uh, bearer of. Uh, before you guys said anything about her acting, she, she should have won an Academy Award for this. Uh,
1: sure. well, let me do something for her here, guys. I'm gonna pour one out for her here. Pouring
0: out for Jennifer Matthews or uh, yeah, what her her uh, Bucks we'll just kid,
1: Bucks you know, kid,
0: okay, Bucks kid. So that's a very dark uh, place that RTG has just taken us to. Um, but some dark things are about to happen as well because we have our the funeral for, oh, wait a minute. First, Buck is discharged. Yeah. JB picks him up. Once again, the local news is there because Buck Matthews is basically the only celebrity they have in town. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the, the lady reporter has to wrap up by, uh, she- you know. Kind of low key shitting on the local, maybe not even so low key. She's like, oh, "Please do nothing here." All right. She even gets right. kissed
2: on this one, doesn't? It? I think the uh, a person with her kisses her on screen. One of the uh, people <laughs> at the news report this time. Hey, let's just kiss the news reporter on the cheek. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? I'd love to see that happen today. They'd, they'd lock that sucker up so quick. The,
0: that would definitely happen. Uh, so now we go. Here's the dark thing I was talking: about. the Christie's funeral, and the oh. the motorcycle gang shows up at the funeral. I mean, ah, oh. and but you know what? Who finds it amusing is the sheriff. He's kind of chuckling <laughs> to himself.
2: Oh, that's bad. That, that son of a bitch. Yeah, that 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 sheriff, Seymour Cassell, man. I mean, I mean, what range he has?
0: Yeah, he's he's a dirty dog. That's what he is. And
2: Th- so
1: then, yes, w- uh, we're going to, we got to, you know, flash it back real quick to, uh, you know, WWF doing this. Was it Big Boss Man?
0: Oh, yeah. The Big okay. Show's dad died. <laughs> the Boss Big Man got the, got the Blues Brother car.
1: <laughs> My and God.
0: Dragged the casket out of the thing and then Big Show jumped onto the casket. Yes. Yeah, that was a SmackDown memory for sure.
1: That is a perfect uh, use. Like, so, you know, this movie wasn't this massive blockbuster hit. So that scene. I don't remember this, that scene from the movie. I remember that scene from Big Show and in uh, Big Boss Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe somebody there was a fan of I. They
1: probably were. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't blame them. Uh, so then we yeah we get the sheriff. He finds it amusing after the funeral. JB and uh, Buck drive out towards the desert, and JB kind of fills them in on you know sheriff could have shut him down, but. You know, he didn't do it at the time, and now it's you know way too late. They're entrenched out there, and that's again just another. And he just brings it up again. He's ready to leave. He's done with this crap. Um, JB takes Buck back to his destroyed home. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this place is dog shit, ransacked. Nothing. I mean, there's no doors, windows. It's it's
1: it's horrible. And they broke the little ballerina toy.
0: Yeah, they really did, and that's a heartless. That's a shame. Uh. But, you know, J.B.'s like, hey, I got an extra room. You can stay there. But once again, stubborn Buck is back, baby. He didn't learn from the last time when he was all stubborn.
1: Right. Right. I think that, uh, you know, at this point in Buck's life, he's in in the dumps pretty hard right now. And he's really not living for his child right now. He's living for for revenge. Yes. So all he can think about is, where will they want, where will they find me most easily? And it is here in my own home.
0: That's true. So,
1: so he's, he's kind of just there waiting and and ready for the next, uh,
0: time that he might later when we see he's got like sandbags and he's like, got the whole thing. I don't know where he got all this stuff from, but that's all right. Maybe Vietnam. He brought it home. He brought, okay. He brought it home from Vietnam. Excellent. Uh, we also get a little look here, at RTG, at Blade's whole operation. It's quite impressive. They have their own airstrip, for God's sake.
2: Yeah, man, this, I like, think back to Stone Cold, like how um, the bad guy's ranch looked, but now add an airstrip where you can bring in uh, your cocaine and you can still have a place for people to take a shower outside. Yeah. I mean, this 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 place is, uh, this, this is a, a happening establishment. Like, this is one of the better bad guy forts. I've seen in any film. Yeah, they had like a
0: radar and everything. Yeah. I mean, they could land the, it was yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. Um, And this is now, you know, we kind of have an idea and you kind of spoiled it earlier, Chad, about the sheriff.
1: There's something, think, there's something, me.
0: there's something off about this guy, but now all those, you know, it's, it becomes crystal clear here because uh, we see blade and the sheriff meeting up and blade, uh giving uh, the sheriff his cut
1: dirty yeah. cops are the worst Hit blade gave him his cut
0: oh yeah Ooh. see i didn't even mean to do that but
1: nice
2: play how, of words there that's buddy. how good you are that's how but, good yeah, i am
1: the sheriff uh you know he gets his little wad of money and it almost seems like this could be his last wad of money
2: mm-hmm.
1: because you know i think that the sheriff is realizing that uh things are coming a little bit too close uh, and they're crossing the, the line that, that they thought that they uh, had already, you know, like, if you guys want to run your operation here, you can't be doing this kind of shit. Yeah. And now they're doing that kind of shit every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's, basi- so,
2: it's basically don't shit where you eat. I mean, and that's that's his argument to Blade. And Blade's like, pretty much, I make the rules or whatever his right. quote what was. But, and,
0: uh, and as only William Smith could deliver that line as well. All right. Well, while that's going on, it is special delivery time. Chad Cruz, Jamie comes through in a major way. Thomas Rosales Jr., I believe, is the delivery man. Uh, And he gets Buck a pretty – he's got – Buck's got a a new set of wheels.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's a pretty sweet set of wheels. It's funny because he, he asks for help and he gets a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, little, I don't know if Jamie knew this, maybe Jamie read the, the newspaper from whatever town this is in, but, uh, that's the perfect like weapon for Buck because, you know, when he wrote up on the nurse Reynolds getting, you know, the old, uh, pickle tickle earlier, uh, she, like, he used his truck. You call me a heartless God. Eh? <laughs> Att- a- attempted, sorry. Attempted tickle. Thank you. Thank but you he rides up on his truck and he uses that thing to the, you know, the best of its ability. And now he's got this truck that not only is it a brand new badass Ram or whatever. He, uh, he's got like a freaking joystick in the center console <laughs> that controls like, uh, uh, Missiles rocket launchers, rockets, and yeah, machine guns and oil slick. I'm sure. And, uh, I, I don't know, a harpoon gun somewhere on it. I don't know. I think what it
0: shoots a there. red shell or a green shell out the back.
1: <laughs> yes it's got a the the turtle shell it flies this out
2: look like something that would be like on like the a team or oh yeah. Or, yeah it's It's one of these, these trucks and maybe like jamie and buck like stayed up at night in prison just talking about like that
1: might be it. trucks you know like
2: i, I like to drive trucks in my hometown and I was like that to the same
1: cars. was that the same truck as uh lone wolf mcquade i'll have to look that up
0: well lone wolf mcquade's truck is pretty awesome because it could like Unearth itself um, Yeah he could have
1: Reburied his wife's <laughs> Casket with it
2: Was it a uh, Matt Hannon He had a pretty Cool truck too Right a little Suzu trooper or Whatever What's What's Invasion USA what's, Oh yeah what's, Yeah What's his name Matt, Matt, Hunter. Matt Hunter Hunter. Yeah I, I got some People messed
1: up My bad Matt Hannon Is not A good enough Action movie name Matt yeah. Hunter Matt Hunter, <laughs> Matt Hunter. <laughs> John Stryker Oh yeah
2: buck matthews buck matthews might be the best name i think i've ever said
1: it yeah ron jeremy
0: okay uh different kind of action buck you know he's happy he's got this new truck uh he's gonna go visit jennifer uh nurse reynolds is there he promises jennifer everything's gonna be all right because now bucks it's time chad it's time for buck to strike back yeah and uh Ray is going to be his first target, whether he knew, knew it or not, you know, karma, I think played a part in this because there were a couple guys on motorcycles there, but only Ray met his, uh, his fate.
1: Yeah. It's a pretty cool scene. You know, he's got like a, I don't know, some sort of wire set up like under a bridge and the, the guys go cruising through, through there on their motorcycles. And it's just at the proper height to decapitate Ray and send his uh, headless body just kind of like off into nothing. And then his little uh, motorcycle helmet with the head still in it lands at the feet and everyone in the crowd laughs.
0: Yeah. And then William Smith. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Great morning scene. Uh, And now RTG, this happens to Ray Obviously, the sheriff is going to point his finger at one man and one man only, Buck Matthews.
2: Yeah, and and Buck pretty much tells the sheriff, "I prove it, Sheriff. You know, you ain't got <laughs> yeah. shit on me. I'm Buck Matthews.
1: <laughs> That's good. It's good accent. Thank you, thank you. That's you good. almost sound like you could be from Georgia. <laughs> you
2: know, I, I hear that quite a lot." So. <laughs>
0: All you right. know, good
1: sheriff work, by the way, too. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> this oh this my case, god, this case was so awesome. obvious.
0: Who is the most obvious? Who has some a grudge against these guys? I know. Like,
1: uh, who? Yeah. They probably first tried to blame it on JB. <laughs> Poor. You man. know, just because he's the, like the only black guy in town. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, there, there's, definitely, there's definitely
0: there's <laughs> definitely some tension there no. between those <laughs> two. No, he he
1: might not. He
2: he's definitely the best looking black guy in town. That's what he told uh, Buck earlier. Thinking,
1: oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, JB was, is also maybe the best friend. Okay, we said Jimmy's a great friend, but yeah. JB literally warns him like 30 times Look, to stop, JB, I will give you yeah. a room to live in, I will yeah. let you come, yeah, I will do yeah. anything for you. Just leave. keep me out of this, please.
2: You have like two friends on like the best friend scale, like, and they're like both your best friends, where like JB's the one that's really giving you the truth, and like Jimmy's like your... You know, okay, whatever, whatever, but you hit, but it's like your
1: hype man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy blindly
0: support, whatever you decide.
1: (laughs) Here's a course by the way,
0: where, but JV will be like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't have that other course right now. Okay.
1: Right. Right.
0: So now, yeah, here's what you also kind of alluded to Chad earlier with the, they dig up. The gang digs up Christie's casket and drag it back to his house. Oh man. When I saw this for the first time, I'm like, what a bunch of dicks. I mean, this is horrible. a horrible, horrible. I mean, but yeah, that's exactly what action movie villains should be doing. Horrible things that no normal human being would ever even consider. And these people are just doing it for
1: the hell of it. And that's, that was always, that's my one gripe about this movie. And, uh, Is that I don't think that blade is bad enough. Um, now, okay. You know, Ray tried to rape a chick. That's pretty bad. They're running illegal drug operations. That's pretty bad. But other than those two things, uh, which are pretty rough,
0: he doesn't get his hands dirty.
1: dirty. No. And and this casket thing is kind of the worst thing that they do and yeah, he should it's have really been, not that evil. It is know?
2: pretty bad to drag a casket of your enemy's dead wife into yeah. his front yard.
1: I <laughs> would agree with that. But these guys have, I mean, they could have offed a couple people. They could have, you know, you know, killed JB or, you know, taken out like the daughter or something. You know what I mean? It would have given him a little more heat. Yeah, I, I wanted some more heat there.
0: All right, I I I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if Blade was the one who who was there and like, hey Matthews, here's your wife.
1: There you go. That, that, that would have, help.
0: That may have helped. Cut a promo on him, if you will. Or like
1: had like a knife jammed into the to the casket with oh, a note on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or maybe a picture, like a, a blade. Drawing knife would be a blade. Mm. Obviously, <laughs> a knife is is a blade. Yes. Right.
0: So it would yeah. be his calling card is what I'm saying. So now Buck has to dig a new grave just on his property because what the hell, why not? I don't, I'm sure that there's some ordinances about that, but nah. I, I'm not going to worry about that. Deputy Roscoe <laughs> t- tries to
2: <laughs> <laughs> all need, movies need a Roscoe, right? Yeah. We all need a Deputy this is not Roscoe
0: Rusco P. Coltrane. <laughs> this is a different Roscoe, um, but he's about as effective. Um, he shows up. He's like, Oh, you got that gun there, Buck. That's a parole violation. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Roscoe? Nothing. He doesn't do shit. <laughs> Um, but he's just like <laughs> but i think part of him is like you know you're not going to be an issue for me much longer because this gang is going to kill you and uh, right you're, you're just being stupid so then we get rtg an interesting trap uh buck ends up using that old pickup truck and a little something special in the front seat
2: yes i'm um, taken from the andy sedaris book of uh tricks <laughs> and exploding dummy and i'm guessing um Maybe Buck was maybe a, maybe a tunnel rat in Vietnam, you know,
1: cry. Okay. He, well,
2: he might, he might be too big, like too tall to do that. But he, let's just say he maybe pl- probably played with explosives.
1: Imagine like. him crawling through a tunnel and then pearly whites. You'd oh, yeah. see him from a mile away. Well, or he wouldn't
0: need like a light on his head. He could just, <laughs> yeah, just he doesn't <laughs> does
1: need a sweetest smile. Golly.
2: He, just, those teeth are so fake. Good Lord. Um, But, uh, yeah, he's, he sets the trap. The bad guys come in and they, they shoot up the truck. Oh, we, we they think they killed Buck. And then he like, hits his little explosion gadget and they all go kind of <laughs> kaboom or at least a couple of them get blown up. So that's definitely a, a really cool little trick. I mean, Buck's got so many tricks. I mean, he's, he's, he's well-rounded. He's he's a well-rounded hero, but he's stubborn as a mule.
0: Yeah, he, he's a resourceful man for sure. Uh, Buck then goes out to see JB, who is working on his plane. And this is when we find out that JB's plane has its own theme song and it is gravity by James Brown. Oh, oh, hold on before,
2: before we go here, let's get a James Brown update.
0: now. RTG, our (laughs) Atlanta correspondent RTG.
2: Yeah. So reporting about the James Brown estate actually really has some really good news for all the loyal (laughs) listeners. Who's been listening to this. Uh, um, James Brown's estate is now settled. Believe it or not. Um, I do not know if he's still standing up, though, in his uh, mausoleum. I don't know if they buried him or not, but I do know that they've finally come to a conclusion with, like, the 18 people that claim to be James Brown's um, children and his person who claimed to be his wife. They've made a, um, a settlement, so now people are going to start getting money from the James Brown settlement, his family, and it's rumored to be worth anywhere from $5 million to guys to over $100 million that that's a huge range, but Thank that's um, that's me RTG reporting on uh, the James Brown situation here down in a uh, sunny old Georgia. And, you know, keep listening. Cause the next time we talk about James Brown, I might actually have information if he's buried because, because right. they still haven't quite put him in. But the thing I'll just never forget about James Brown's funeral was when he was getting his funeral and my dad called me on the God rest my dad's soul, but he called me on the phone. He's like, turn on TV, turn on TV. Michael Jackson's dancing at James Brown's funeral. And sure (laughs) enough, I turn on TV and Michael Jackson's on there just just going at it. Prince is in the crowd too. So it's just a memory I'll just never forget. It's one of the last memories I have of my dad. So I just hold on to that memory strong. But um, James Brown, we love you here in in our state, even though you probably did some stuff, uh, some reckless driving or but we love you.
1: Hey, man, he was living in America.
2: He was living in America, That's man. That's true.
1: I tell you what, I, I honestly had no intention of listening to any of these programs, but now that we've got some James Brown updates, I'll be tuning in. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chad, for supporting your own
0: show. Uh, so JB uh, basically bucks there like, hey, you know, Jennifer, I can't get her out of the hospital anytime soon, uh, but you, ha- you know anybody who can like guard her? <laughs> um, and at first, JB's like, "Ah, no." I think he was pissed that you know that uh, Buck messed with his radio. Um, but then he's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll see what I can do for you." Um, and of course, who steps up on Buck's side of the thing? But uh, old Jimmy.
1: Oh
2: yeah,
0: he's there. He's gonna watch, and he loves paper dolls. RTG.
2: Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy probably spent his childhood playing with paper dolls. And so when, when Buck asks him, he's like, look, watch out, my little girl. She loves paper dolls. And Jimmy's like, okay, Buck, I love paper dolls. And yeah. I'm sure they just played paper dolls for hours. And Jimmy is a very agreeable Jimmy, person. Jimmy is one of the most agreeable people I've ever talked about on a podcast. He's, he's an unsung hero. He's an unsung, yeah. He, as a matter of he's, fact, he yes. was in
0: my post, Unsung I don't Heroes don't for Eye of the under. Tiger. He's he's very great. Um, so yeah, so Jimmy and Charlie are going to be watching old Jenny uh, round the clock since you obviously Buck cannot trust the no. local police force to help him out. He also apparently can't do much with the district attorney, who are like, well, talk to your parole officer and blah blah blah. Give him the runaround. Buck he's is like, Buck is like, pissed. The sheriff's
2: the sheriff's my parole officer. That's uh, the problem.
0: That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what we got. So now, you know, Buck is just going to go vigilante and he's got JB at his side and they happen upon two bikers who are just randomly harassing people at the old gas station convenience store. And uh, there's some uh, some good action here, Chad.
1: Yeah. You know, the the, the bikers are obviously getting, uh, you know, more and more brave uh, and and more reckless as well, because they're committing more and more crimes within the town. And, and I think that uh, given more time, maybe this whole movie would be different with the town. People kind of rising up along with Buck. Um, but at this point, yeah, Buck and JB kind of show up to the rescue. They blow the shit out of one of the guys. And then (laughs) with a grenade, which why not? You know what I mean? Grenade Into the
0: ditch. Yeah.
1: It's too bad. He didn't throw a, like a dummy full of explosives on him. He could have like caught it and blown up whatever. But, uh, the other guy that they're uh, they're driving in the in the sweet truck and uh, old dude lassos him <laughs> like a freaking cow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: it's perfect, and it it really shows. We talked about the the kind of the diversity of killing it, that uh, that Buck brings about in this film, um, whether it's blowing up trucks with dummies in them, or throwing grenades in the ditches and blowing dudes up, or using a freaking rope. He really has it all. He's got a shotgun. He cleans every once in a while, and you know, he will kill you any way that he can.
0: Right. Well, yeah, and he doesn't kill the guy, but he he crushes his larynx, so uh, that's (laughs) not good. Um, And uh, because one of the main reasons it's not good because they wanted this guy to talk and say, "Hey, tell us where where Blades headquarters is out in the desert." Um, And now you got Father Healy. He's warning Buck too. So now this is like person number 352 saying, hey, Buck, you need to stop doing this stuff.
1: Well, someone was smart, too, to like have him write it down.
0: Right, yeah. I think it was Father Healy. I think he's like, maybe
1: maybe the boy can
0: write. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe, Father. But uh, right now, he's a little bit wound up. He's not going to cooperate. So Buck decides, you know, maybe he can rally the troops. And uh, RTG, you mentioned his daughter potentially being up for an Academy Award. Yeah. This this definitely should have been For your consideration,
2: Academy, as Buck crashes the bingo Wow. I mean, what a powerful scene. I mean, what do people in small towns do? They go play bingo, and and Buck just crashes, just walks in, and just makes a passionate plea. And there's some really great camera work from the director. Like, there's just this one guy who you think maybe he's going to say something. Maybe he's going to get up. I (laughs) I mean, I think he's speaking for the whole for the whole town. Like they're just a little scared, but Buck makes this pitch. He's like, who's with me? Who's going to help me, you know? And nobody gets up, but, but I think they wanted to, but they were just scared. Yeah. They're scared.
1: You know, the the problem with this scene is that you got to put some plants out there. You got to get Jimmy in there. Mm. Jimmy is going to be like, yeah, man, I'm with you. And then after Jimmy steps up and then, you know, Jimmy's cousin, uh, you know, Ray steps up, then you get, the rest of the town. Cause they're going to just follow along with what, you know, what they yeah. think yeah. is popular. Like "Yeah, so.
2: Jimmy well, the he, hype man. Yeah. I mean, but Jimmy was guarding was busy. Yeah. bucks.
1: Most precious.
0: Even Jimmy can't be in two places at once.
2: Yeah. If if Jimmy could, he would cut himself oh. in half and put one half with the, the girl and one half with buck and they could have
1: trust I think... me. I was, I was wishing Jimmy were somewhere else at that yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. Me, me too. Me too.
0: So the the bingo game does it but the bingo caller another unsung hero because once that's over she just goes she right just back goes to her right job. Back. I
2: mean she just a- goes 22. right back. She's like goes right back like nothing just happened. Yeah, nothing I mean,
0: happened. She knows sells it and I mean, she just that, goes with it. That is
2: a professional right there. Yeah.
0: She she knows she's serving the public giving them a happy distraction from all that's going on in in the world. So good for you bingo lady. Uh so Buck goes back to the hospital um and nurse Dawn Reynolds is off work and Buck offers to give her a ride home. Um, and you know what, Chad, he pays for this whole, like he lets his guard down just for a little bit. Yeah. He takes a break. He, he relaxes. He has a beer with her on her front porch and then horrible things are about to happen.
1: Yeah. He, he even tried not to, he's like, nah, you know, it's just not, now it's not a am not good company. Now it's not a good time. Blah, 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 blah. I have to, you know, like monitor my child. Right. Uh, But she, you know, I, I insist you, you need to let loose for a minute. She was worried about his mental health. She was worried about something. And yeah, maybe she was
0: going to pay him back. Like you said, she should have.
1: That's what I was thinking. I think that she I'm sure
0: it was what you were thinking, but go on.
1: Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) so she, she convinces him to stay and have, have a brew. Uh, And we all know how Buck likes his, his, uh, his beers. So, but then he finds out. Uh, well actually doesn't the nurse get a phone call? She gets a call at
0: on her front yeah. porch phone.
1: Her front porch phone, she gets a call and it uh she tells him that her his daughter is has been taken. Right. Um and, and of course I in order
0: for that to happen
1: I don't remember thing. them mentioning Jimmy. No, no they no. don't mention Jimmy, but they just show that's, more it. Shit. that's you have they
0: to yeah, it. we see it, and obviously Buck yeah. could probably assume that something horrible had to happen to his boy Jimmy and and Charlie who doesn't know. For, I mean, he just Char- was like recruiting.
2: Charlie he should have said, what Charlie about Jimmy? Terrible, yeah, Charlie was a terrible uh, front guard. He didn't stand a chance, but <laughs> I mean, Charlie just, what did he get? Like, like they threw a knife or something in his uh, chest yeah, or something. I, I believe so. He,
1: Jimmy had man. like that Ronald McDonald haircut, too. He did. Poor. He did. Poor uh, Jimmy opened the door and that was it, man.
0: Open the door, get on the floor, everybody walk the dinosaur. Okay, now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Buck disguises himself and he ain't playing no more. He ain't playing no more. He goes in, does the classic disguise himself as a doctor. Yeah, because I didn't, I, I couldn't tell that was Gary Beast. No, absolutely. And no. He,
1: he was covering up his teeth. That's his. Right. That's
0: the biggest part. Yeah. You cover it that identifiable up. thing. Right. Perfect, perfect disguise there. Uh, and, and Chad, I, I'll let you take this one. He uses an extreme interrogation method.
1: You're going to have to write the time down on this one because I don't even remember this part. Okay,
2: I, I'll, I'll, I'll take over it.
1: <laughs> That's I'll, you, RTG. I'll, you okay. don't remember this oh, scene. No, I,
2: I honestly okay. don't. So he pretty much threatens to, um, he shoves what? He puts some Vaseline on it. Put some Vaseline on Stick a dynamite. S- it sticks it up the guy's ass. And it, Did and I miss this it, part? And he lights it, okay? Lights and the fuse. It, it's, it's yep. like, what? T- and remember, this guy can remember. Remember, guys, he can't speak. Right. So he's gotta write it, write it. So he writes the address. And so then Buck leaves and it doesn't explode. His ass doesn't explode, no. but his but his heart does because yeah. he has a, he, another, he gets the same you know, fate Christie oh. did. We have we have another heart attack in this film. This 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 film is a, a walking cardiac arrest. How so,
0: you missed the Vaseline I, Dynamite Up the Ass scene.
1: I think I was doing something. I'm sitting here watching it <laughs> and it was a shitty quality version on YouTube. And oh, I yeah. diverted my attention. I do recall the uh, like you know the flatlining. I remember the flatlining part. Um, it's okay, but I did not see the ass. Um,
0: you dynamite! Can. It you makes can a um, sound too. It makes a real great insertion uh, sound. Uh, yeah, I'm
2: gonna have to go back. I have to I check mean, that. And he doesn't. Out. Here's the thing, Chad. He doesn't like even hesitate. I mean, it's like he's done this many times. Good time for him. It's like yeah. it prison just, man. Just, boom. Yeah, I mean, prison makes a guy. It, prison changes people man i mean so
0: boom shakalaka Shalaka. and then uh so he I comes out he's got out the, the <laughs> he's got the coordinates at least i don't i don't know if there was really an address for the desert like
1: it just said desert
0: One, two, three, desert okay uh so he gets the, the location and uh sheriff sees him he's like oh you know cuz he doesn't have the the mask on but old father healy kind of runs interference uh buck goes out to his truck who's sitting in the truck oh. but good old jb and he hits the, you got a plan, and mm-hmm. there it is. Eye it of the is. tiger, here we go. And we're ty- it's bow, time. it's time to attack. Bow. We're going to get Buck by the land, JB by the air. Uh, we get Gene LaBelle, a good Gene oh. LaBelle sighting, Chad, uh, as he's doing a little arm wrestling with a scorpion involved.
1: Yeah, why not? Which is a cool idea, except, like, why would the scorpion just sit in one spot? Because <laughs> only one guy could crush it, right? Right. Cause it's not like your heart, your hands would be touched at the same spot on the tape, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Yes. Gene uh, sighting.
0: <laughs> so uh, I mentioned earlier that the whole motorcycles through the house thing was the first scene I ever saw months later. Cause it, then the, like it never showed up on TV again. I'm like, God oh, damn it. Where was this movie? It disappeared months later, come home from work, turn on my TV. I think I still had it on the uh, stars action channel from the day before. I'm in the kitchen, making some, getting some dinner ready, and I hear the Gravy. sweet sounds of James Brown, G R A V I T Y, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on out there?" I see Yafet Koto dropping dynamite and grenades from a plane, and then hitting the word, or the line, "I love it, I fucking love it." And I immediately went to my laptop and typed in Eye of the Tiger and bought the frickin movie because I'm like, I don't know what the hell I've been waiting for, but I need to own this film just based on that. I mean, seeing Yafet do that was was amazing. It was a life changing event. And sure enough, it was a a part of a four pack at the time on DVD from like
2: shout factory or something from Shout the,
0: factory absolutely was. And yeah. I was the, the wisest purchase I made that year. I'm sure cyclone.
2: I think it's got that Heather Thomas movie, cyclone cyclones on, on yeah. there,
1: uh, yeah. alienator Alien, and uh, alienator Ex- exterminator two. two. What a, what a weird combination of films being <laughs> that this one, uh, has so much love. Like, you know what I mean? I don't hear many people talking about exterminator Two. no, but, but there's always someone talking about Eye of the Tiger. Just, you know, Yafet talking about, you know, Gary Busey's big starring role. And then the song, of course, is so popular. But how, how does that plane,
2: like, does, does Yafet hear, like, how does he hear why he's flying?
1: How does that music just play? I mean, he just—he's got, got his boom.
2: He's got his boombox. But can't. Right? But if you're flying in the air, can you hear a boom box? I mean, that's.
1: Yeah, that's he's got really that up. windscreen in front okay. of his face. It's—I okay. think you can hear. Okay. Imagine, you know, it's like a motorcycle. These dudes, you know, loud-ass radios is, yeah, on your motorcycle. Crank it up, yeah. Yeah, crank that shit up.
0: Yeah, so we get that, and again, that just—that's probably my favorite scene. I could watch that scene on a loop just because Yafet ha- looks like he's having the time of his life as well I mean, doing this Yafet, ridiculous Yafet he's dancing just, yeah. in in the plane it's yeah. it's wonderful
2: <laughs> i mean Yafet i mean this is i mean rip Yafet Kodo, i mean this is one of my favorite roles from him and i mean he 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 steals like every scene right that he's in yeah. i mean, oh, I, mean absolutely. He, I mean he is so good in this
0: he has a presence that you you just yeah. you can't turn away when he's on the screen
2: yeah he's and like you're just hoping too like cuz sometimes Guys like Yafett don't make it out of the movie. So you're just watching and you're like, oh please, Yafet, right. make it to the end. I mean, so but, a lot of
1: times what they do with stuff like this is his character, he's retiring soon. He wants yep. really nothing to do with the whole situation. He every opportunity he has, he tells him to tells Buck to get out of there to stop, to, you know, you're gonna get killed, blah, blah, blah. And then so usually you get that Han solo where he like, you know, leaves and he's not gonna join him. And then he appears at the very end yeah. to save the day. You would think he, the,
0: yeah, that plane would just come out of nowhere. like the Right. Morning, but bro. JB is,
1: he's always in like he yeah. is there every time Buck needs him. So yeah.
0: he protests, but he, he does the right thing every time.
1: Right. That. He's the ultimate bro. Yeah.
0: So, uh, well, the doing that or JB as he is, uh, Buck gets to Jenny, rescues her. Um, JB's shot down. Um, but Buck and goes and picks him up in the truck and they head back to town to get Jenny to safety. Um, And now we get the final showdown RTG between Buck and the sheriff because uh, Buck ain't playing with this sheriff
2: anymore. Hell yeah. Buck just pulls up and he just pretty much takes control. Takes (laughs) takes the sheriff with them on, on a wild ride to go uh, confront old big bill. And, and what we have like, did, how many bullets and missiles and whatever does this, <laughs> does, does this truck dodge, you know, to, to get to uh blades, uh, yeah. fortress to, to get to the final battle, you know? And, and of course the sheriff is going to try to, to bribe Buck, you know, he's like first, just like a typical slime ball. He tries to like, I'll go half, I'll, I'll give you half the money. And he's like, wait a minute, I'll, I'll give you all the money. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, sure enough, like this truck's been through hell and, what happens? It's, it's about to crash. And he's like, get me out, Buck. And Buck's like, just jumps out. And, and if you watch carefully, I swear I saw like the explosion. I swear I saw Seymour Cassell flying out of the or Seymour Cassell stunt double flying out of the truck as it exploded. But I mean, it was what a great uh, what a great ending to that scumbag. There is one thing I did want to point out with Blade. It's like
0: when when Buck is going to get Jenny, he like tells the people like, "No, don't yep. don't shoot him. He's mine." And then in the next yep. second he's like, "Kill him." It's like I, yeah. he, it's like a kind of a mixed message is there, Blade. Maybe that's why things didn't work out for you. And Chad, I you know, speaking of a mixed message, I don't understand what this means. I'm hoping you can clear yeah. it up for me because we we get Buck versus Blade and Blade hits the line, never scratch dry shit and mm-hmm. i've never heard that saying before and i was wondering if you have and what the hell does it mean
1: right it's one of those things i think you know don't piss in the wind it's like right. one of those sayings uh, I, and i think let's not try to read too into it let's okay let's think about scratching a a, a pile of dry shit and getting that shit why would you ever shit... do that right why would you do it you're going to get shit residue everywhere right uh, the, the powdery dryness of the poo is going to get all in your fingernails. You just don't do it, right? Right. It's hard to clean up. It's yeah. you, you know, you're going to need like a shot back or something to get it up mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or a real heavy brush. So I, I think it's a simple saying and I like it and I'm going to use it.
0: Okay. And, Thanks, uh, Blade. Thank you. Yeah. And then RTG, we get we get a big, you know, they throw the guns down and it's just going to be a fist fight. And I guess we get kind of another cardiac yes. arrest moment. Yes. Uh, because. <laughs> and this uh,
2: is the moment that like, turned uh, Gary the, Busey. Yes. Yeah.
0: The American Heart Association should have probably sponsored this film. Uh, right. Just to show you to take care of your heart. Uh, but yeah. So Blade goes into a pile of cocaine.
2: Cocaine. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll call it cocaine.
0: Or heroin, perhaps. Uh, Any, but anyway, anyway uh, obviously this doesn't end well for MRTG.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. I guess that's a, an instant, uh, another cardiac arrest when you inhale or ingest or, or whatever that much <laughs> copious um, amounts. Oh, yes. Yeah. Illegal substances of, um, whatever that was uh, cocaine, heroin. I mean, maybe it was mixed, who knows, but, uh, yeah. What a, what a, uh, just a, a poetic way for him to go out
1: right. to, because, you know, he's, you know, L- live by the, the drugs, drugs, die yep. by the drugs. Yes, sir. Right. And that's, you know, uh, we don't see Blade doing drugs throughout the film.
0: No. We
1: don't but he, really he's, see.
0: He's making his money off of it.
1: He is. We don't really see him doing a lot of things throughout the film. And like you said there towards the end, he's like, yeah, don't kill him. He's mine. And then like, I right, kill his ass. <laughs> uh, and then when it comes time to throw down that, like, you know, they, they do it off like men, they drop the guns and. Uh, oh yeah. He's, he's, it's he's, a good fight.
2: He's like, you, a, better, you better shoot me here or here or
1: whatever. And I I'm love like, that part. Yeah. That's or I'm going to yo, yeah. kill you slow. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you slow. I'm going to kill you slow. Like, you better shoot me here yeah. or here. Yeah. Like, like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh,
0: like, what if he shot him in the dick, though? I bet you it wouldn't have been cool.
1: That would have been unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: bet you he wouldn't be a badass coming after him. I'm guessing he'd be down like the guy in RoboCop.
1: Yes. Yes. No, it's hard to come back from that.
0: I would think so.
1: You're not going to walk that one off. No,
0: no, no. So, yeah, there there we have it. Blade dies. QI of the Tiger one more time. Uh, The rest of the gang is like, yep, kind of like Death Wish 3, where they're like, okay, our main guy's gone. (laughs) Let's just get the hell out of here, even though we still have probably a huge numbers advantage. Right. Although at this point, I don't know where all these people came from though. Where the hell were they? The whole movie where JB has like an army now. JB brings
2: the other like four black guys in town to to help. That's great. And, and this is like, it's like a, like a walk-off moment for the hero. Kind of like, and remember in stone cold, like he's walking out the courthouse right at yeah. the end like that tracking yeah. shot so this is like I, I love a film that just ends with like the hero just walking away like yeah let's see it like yeah him and jb like give them their looks and just walk it off yeah you know? it's like oh good
0: to see you like like yep. we just bumped into each other at the grocery yep. store
2: for the first time I... in 10
0: years yeah it was nice seeing you too <laughs> like wait a minute what this is kind of an interesting
2: ending
1: but uh... i think jb brought those guys those were all like charlie's buddies
2: there you go they They're Char- like, yeah what
1: happened to charlie oh hell no Like get in the car
0: What, they got Charlie? Hell.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that could have been great. Great analysis, Chad Cruz.
1: I I expected the end of this movie to be the news reporter appearing (laughs) and saying, hey, Buck, you ever thought about running for sheriff? And that just, you know, sets up a A sequel.
2: Yeah. not a yeah
1: i don't know if they were going to have a sequel but it would just be like all right bucks will become sheriff it's like a happy ending he's got to give
2: right. his he's got to get his like constitutional civil liberties or whatever reinstated though cuz i don't think convicted felons can run
1: for office bro <laughs> boom bro i know i'm sorry Tim, you're reading too much into it i'm sorry i'm going to rebook sorry. one more thing by the all way right. okay right. go for it ready brain so when when uh blade says you you better shoot me here or here or I'll kill you slow kind of thing. I would like, I'm always a big fan of popping that shirt off. So I would have (laughs) liked blade to rip that shirt off. Yeah. Ripped buff dude. And he's just got like scars on his chest where people have tried to shoot him, Mm. not in the heart, but in other areas, you know? So you get to see like, he got a, he got a scar up on his shoulder from a gunshot wound. He's got one Mm. on his abdomen. He's got like, like, you're visually showing people like, if you don't shoot me, these two places I'm telling you, I'm going to kill your ass. I like but, a, but it. But think, even
2: thinking harder, like a, the governor could pardon Buck and he could then run for office. <laughs> Jesse Ventura, the governor. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you or go.
0: Arnold would have yep, been the governor of, of California. Yep.
2: Or and, Sonny Landom. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was just thinking of Sonny Landom today.
0: Who doesn't? I mean, honestly. Yeah. If it if Sonny Landham doesn't just oh. pop it in your mind on a random day
2: on a Sunday. Are, well, I are was you, watching are you, are you even an action fan? Well well, I was watching a movie called Diplomatic Immunity, which features yes. Billy Drago as a good guy, and I thought to myself, Is Sonny Landom do you guys remember him ever in a in a role as a good guy?
1: Uh yeah, best of the best too. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <Isn't> Sorry <it? laughs> yeah. it's all right. I can I couldn't think of a second one though. There you go. Wasn't he that, uh, Oh, well, where he kills those guys out in the desert. <laughs> There's
2: one. Like, I kind of like it. Like like when the bad guys play a good guy, you know, like when Bolo was a good guy and that one, like TC, whatever, or, or how do you say his the name? The shoot guys? fighter movies and TC yeah. 2000. TC2. Yeah.
1: Oh, but I'm yeah, like Sonny was
0: also a good guy in predator. I just want to bring that up.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Obvious. Oh crap. Yeah, you're right. Fleshburn. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: But I mean, well, he was just so, you he know, was, he, was so bad, he, he was so badass though in that movie. I was just thinking of Billy Bear in 48 Hours and all the other times he was a bad guy, but you're right. used right, a good guy. Action
0: then. Jackson, he was a bad Action, guy.
2: Yeah, I was just, uh, yeah. and I, I just didn't count because I-, I
0: Firewalker, he was a bad yeah. guy.
2: I, and I Brain. Him as, uh,
1: yes, I'm here. Brain, I mentioned Fleshburn just now, uh, yeah. written by the original author of Death Wish. Um, oh, Brian Garfield. That's the one.
0: Uh-huh. Well, that seems like something you should cover, Chad.
1: I feel like that should probably be you.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. <laughs> so, final thoughts on Eye of the Tiger, RTG.
2: Okay, so just judging by our discussion and how much fun we had, uh, Eye of the Tiger, man, um, It, I don't know if it's a the greatest movie of all time, but good God, it's, it's fun as hell, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, Gary Busey, is this is before all the drugs and the and the accident and before the downhill spiral. But, I mean, he is a solid leading guy, but he's got a lot of help from uh, Yafet Kodo. And I still wonder why Jamie never shows back up. I mean, yeah, he delivers a truck, but I guess they couldn't afford to bring that actor back for the rest of the movie. But uh, it's definitely have a, a few plot holes. But, man, I mean, for action lovers... This, this one's where it's at, man. This is uh and for you, I mean, think about it. This was your first post on bulletproof action. So yep. this, this is one that if you have not seen, i mean, definitely check it out. I know there's a new Blu-ray for it. Absolutely. And, um,
0: really well I, done by I mean, so, I scorpion.
2: Mean, so, I mean, survivor the, I mean, I mean, you're going to name your movie I the tiger and you're going to play Eye of the tiger three times in your film. I mean, that's, that's going hard. And, yeah, I, I I got nothing else, man. I, I loved it
0: to me. The thing about this movie, not only is, is it fun, is it great to me? It, it, it speaks volumes to the 80s action scene that that we got, because again, I never knew about this movie. If this movie was out today, every action fan would know about it. But back in the 80s, Chad, there was just so much content coming out there. Right. That's something like this, even as awesome as it was, obviously could slip. You know, under the radar of someone like myself who was renting these kind of movies or watching them on cable all the time. Yeah. So it's it just, it, yeah, it is fun. As our I will reiterate what RTG said. It is just a fun movie. It may not be the greatest of all time, but by God, it, it has all the elements of a right. kind of great and, great action movie.
1: And and like you were just saying, those eighties films. There's so many uh, unsung films that you know didn't make a ton of money, but are cult classics today. And it, like one that I'm always thinking of is, uh, is deadly prey, right? You know, if someone who's not an action fan watches that movie and they hate it, but anyone who's like a massive action fan watches it and just appreciates it and loves the hell out of it, but it had no one in it. This movie has Gary Busey and Yaffe Koda and William mm-hmm. Smith. It's got all these uh, guys in it that, that we like, you should have seen this movie earlier. I should, I didn't even remember this movie um and re-watching it recently i'm not even certain i watched it in you know the early 90s or whenever i thought i watched it um because i didn't remember a single thing from it so uh like you both said super fun uh gary busey probably could have used more to do in it given like i think his acting abilities and the villains weren't heelish enough for me but how can you go wrong with a movie uh that you know we enjoyed, we enjoy talking about the movie. Right. So you, you better believe we enjoy watching it.
0: So. Yeah, like I'd watch it again right now after this. Yeah. Like I, I, it's one of those ones I could watch. Count, like if it popped on, I would watch it. it it's yeah. it's definitely in that that uh, caliber of an action movie. So yes, there
2: super, you have it. Yes, super rewatchable. Yes, Absolutely, super, super rewatchable.
0: There you have it. Eye of the tiger. Very excited. And yeah, you can go back and read my first review, which probably isn't really that good, but uh, you can. I've also done a few other features on Eye of the Tiger over the years, so I will certainly link that up when we have this on the website. Uh, You know, I wanted to give you some kudos, Chad Cruz. I I meant to do this earlier.
1: I recently
0: watched The Phantom. Oh, probably for it may have been the first time I saw the whole thing. From start to finish i watch it and i read your review of the phantom and i'm like this is a just entertaining review you did a wow. you, you knocked that one out of the park I, I will give you that so and that's the thing there are seven years of archives on bulletproofaction.com <laughs> folks so definitely something there we have the new uh collection section where you can kind of see some of the major action stars that we've done tons and tons of posts on all in Good one work spot. on that,
1: by the way, Brain.
0: Thank you, thank you. Fine and job. So I, I know that's getting some play. I did see quite a few people checking out our Dolph page, our Charles Bronson page, and our Michael Dudikoff page. So
1: I was be- looking for a page on the other day, and it wasn't there. Who who you who you looking for? Uh, you want me to say it? Sure. I believe it was Nicolas Cage.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, we've definitely done enough of him
1: that I hate to bring that up. Okay. As if you didn't do enough already.
0: <laughs> no, and that's the other thing. We are definitely will be adding to it as, yes. as long as people are, are enjoying it. Bruce, what about Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis needs to be on there. Uh, yeah, there's a ton. Everyone, I man. mean, I think we have yeah. tw- maybe 12 to 15 on there right now. But yeah, we'll be adding to it as time goes on because it does definitely seem like people are checking those out. Yeah. So we will do that. And uh, again, we'd like you f- to check us out on social media, at BulletproofPod on Twitter and at BulletproofAction on instagram and facebook um rtg i know you're going to be talking upgrade here in a couple weeks if i'm not mistaken
2: yeah i got invited to go on another show
0: just what
2: the, the garbage in garbage out podcast
0: that's exactly right and you'll be talking about upgrade yes sir on that show and i will actually be appearing later this week on the sports book with Nick and Gio, we are going to talk SummerSlam. Ooh! So I will be there to if you if you're the gambling type and you got to be you got to be a pretty hardcore gambler to gamble on professional wrestling. Uh but I'll be there with my picks.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, I've used to gamble on uh, Chinese seventeen-year-old uh, soccer leagues.
0: Okay. So yeah, this might appeal to you. Uh so yeah, it's awesome. the sports book with Nick and Gio. I'll definitely. Share that on my uh, Twitter, and I'm sure the Bulletproof Pod Twitter will retweet that. Uh, but next time on this show, Chad Cruz, we've been teasing it, past couple shows. It is going to be our official Action Anniversary show, and uh, on August 31st, we are going to present the ultimate Ninja movie countdown on the site, and on the podcast, we're going to talk about that very countdown, and we're going to bring back the beloved Toyman. Christy Petrillo to join us.
1: Toy man. He is a, an expert on Ninja films. I know this because I just said that. Yeah. Um, and I just know the guy has got a, uh, like a, what is it? The, uh, card catalog of probably every movie ever made, (laughs) like somewhere in his house. And he's got like a, when they'll be released at random dollar trees throughout the country. He does. Next to it. And yeah, that's, that's an exciting one. We've been talking about it for a while. Uh, amongst ourselves of like, you know, and the thought process of what movies do I put on my list? What do I think have a chance of making it? Do I want to waste a spot? Because I don't, you can't waste a spot on these polls. No. So So, yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm ready.
0: I'm ready. It's going to be a total Ninja takeover August 31st on the site, on the podcast. We are celebrating seven years of Bulletproof action and uh, definitely invite you to join us for that. And I just want to say thank you again for listening to this episode. I had a great time. Thank you, RTG. Thank you, Chad. And, uh, you know, like I always say, stay tuned for more of the Bulletproof Podcast.